the big men, I think. You're the big man, I think. You're the big man, I think. You just don't get it, do you? You don't. You're the big man, I think. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Finding revelation in the news and meeting in media. It is Wednesday. May 17th, 2023. Welcome, everyone. So, getting into the headlines here for this Wednesday, uh, the mainstream media fallout continues from the Durham report, or the Durham probe report, and it continues uh, with the propaganda claims that the report isn't worth acknowledging in any meaningful way. Um, and the fact that it is quite a revelation, um, most of the stuff we already knew, but those of us in conspiracy theory circles, um, that there was de- indeed collusion, but not between Donald Trump and Russia, um, but between Uh, the Democratic National Committee, or you could even say the Uniparty because the opposition research did start with the Jeb Bush campaign. And the, one of the intelligence organs of the state, the FBI, who moved to use uh, knowingly false information, it was actually a made up story, uh, to get a surveillance warrant for the campaign, a presidential campaign from the opposition party. It's really third world shit. But the mainstream media will tell you, that's not really worth even mentioning or even thinking about. It's a big nothing burger, they say. (laughs) You're ridiculous. Anyway, uh, moving on to other top headlines today. Brain dead Democrats in the Senate are called out for having serious intellectual degradation. Um, In the case of Dianne Feinstein, uh, they want her gone uh, because it's a a shoe-in to get a Democrat into her seat. So that's not really an issue. And also Fetterman's really terrible display um, where he's on a committee and he was questioning somebody who was brought up front of the committee, um, you know, he's not capable of serving in the Senate, nor is Dianne Feinstein. Um, matter of fact, Nancy Pelosi should be removed as well because she has cognitive problems. But also in the news today, Musk comes out against Soros. Hooray. Um, but the mainstream media deceitfully tries to label Musk an anti-Semite. They keep injecting Jewish in there. Every time someone attacks George Soros, it's always anti-Semitic. It's Jewish. He's Jewish. And he's not even really, as Perry would call him, he's a fake Jew. He's not really a practicing uh, Jew. So let's um, get into the headlines uh, right now. So 
I'm going to start with this article from the AP because this really irked me. And if you are on the right uh, in any meaningful way, you know, you're not a socialist, but you're an individualist, this might irk you as well. The AP reports how the American dream convinces people loneliness is normal. Now, I'm not going to read really into this whole article. By Ted Anthony, classic example of a fundamental fundamental American tall tale that a nation built on notions of individualism, which characterizes the right end of the political spectrum, a male-dominated, and it goes on to say, a male-dominated story filled with loners and rugged individualists who suck it up and do what needs to be done. Uh, and he was referring in the lead to um, uh, a movie or a TV show called The Sur Oh, it was The Searchers with John Wayne. So it's pretty old. If no, none of you know who John Wayne is. He was a, an actor that uh, starred predominantly in Westerns. And he goes on to write, in reality, loneliness in America can be deadly. This month, U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, if you didn't see this article, declared in an American epidemic saying it takes a deadly toll as smoking upon the population of the United States, as deadly a toll as smoking. And so it tries to tell people loneliness is terrible. I'm not, I have nothing against it. Um, but being alone and loneliness are two different things. I'm alone all the time, I'm rarely lonely, and I consider myself a rugged individualist, but I like social contact, there's a difference. So he's trying to conflate the idea of rugged individualism, which means going it alone, that uh, you can do it on your own, which is a great notion. And I'm not, I, I always say there should be balance between individualist ideals and those of the community or, or group or I always like to refer to it as the all. The reality here is loneliness and individualism are two different things. Is that people need social contact and they need uh, to be affirmed uh, by other people and also you really need other people to develop a good sense of reality preferably with knowledgeable people who have a good sense of reality and that way you can have a good sense of reality because you can bounce ideas off people and look at the sky and says, is the sky blue? Yes, it is blue. Okay, I, you know, my notion then is correct. Um, but rugged individualism and loneliness are two different things. You could be by yourself and not lonely um, and going it alone as a strategy isn't um, kind of, you know, saying being alone is good, but being alone is not bad. And you could be alone and not lonely. And that's the point I wanted to make. And it has nothing to do with individualism. Individualism means you could do it on your own, that you don't need to rely on people because reliance turns into dependence. And that's the difference. It has nothing to do with loneliness. The reason people are so lonely is because of social media. And social media does not take the place of actual human contact and human communication. And so what you should do is you should, if you're lonely, go out and sit by yourself at a bar or somewhere, go to a movie by yourself, go out in public by yourself and don't be in, afraid to engage people, at least if it's small talk about the weather, what have you. And then you could, you could try your social skills out 
and, and you know, there's no harm, no foul. You're not asking a girl out on a date. You're just saying, hi, how are you? My name is so-and-so. My name's Rudy. Um, how a beautiful day, isn't it? Yes. Oh, that's a beautiful sweater you're wearing, whatever. And that way you can test out your social skills. So what I say is get off the freaking computer. If you're lonely, go out, go to a Starbucks, go to a bar, go out in public by yourself and try to engage people without, without being creepy, obviously. All right, let's get into the news. Okay. So from Fox news, Peter Strzok says Durham investigation never should have taken place after being named in report. Strzok was fired from the FBI after his anti-Trump texts texts were discovered in 2018. So, and this is a lot of where this whole all began was was Peter Strzok, and he says it never should be taken should have taken place because obviously he was named in the report. He is a basically a crooked cop using his position in a, in a bloated bureaucracy to actually affect elections. So, matter of fact, election meddling wasn't done by Russia. In fact, it was done by Peter Strzok and his lover at the time. He referenced special uh, counsel Durham's report Monday argued that it exhibited bias and never should have been made. Of course, it. I mean, bias. After four years of research, Durham's 316 report found that the FBI investigation in Donald Trump's 2016 campaign for Russian collusion had a lack of analytical rigor, apparent confirmation bias, and overwillingness to rely on information from individuals connected to political opponents. And then he was uh, struck was, of course, he was hosted on Joy Reid, which is just, it's blatant partisan bullshit. You're not a news, you're not even, you know, you're not even a, a, a talk show. You're not a news organization. It's blatant corporate propaganda being spewed out by somebody who may or may not wittingly know what she's doing, uh, you know, with her whole white supremacy nonsense. So also from Fox News, Trump says there must be a heavy price to pay for Comey Democrats at the release of uh, Durham report. Durham's report found DOG, DOJ, FBI, failed to uphold mission of strict fidelity to the law in Trump-Russia probe. So I'll just read the lead from this story. Uh, former President uh, Trump said Monday that former FBI Director James Comey and Democrats need to be held accountable for spending years investigating alleged collusion between Trump and Russia. Now that special counsel John Durham has released a report that says the Trump-Russia probe never should have been launched. And he is going on, he goes on to be quoted as saying, I, and much more importantly, the American public have been victims of a long running and treasonous charade starting by the Democrats, started by Comey, Trump told Fox News Digital, there may be a heavy price to pay, there must be a heavy price to pay for putting our country through this. Indeed, um, the fact of the matter here is, is that, um, the Democrats and the FBI colluded into uh, election, inter colluded to interfere with the election and then to try to derail the presidency uh, and, and to keep Trump against the ropes in the first two years, including getting his national security advisor um, fired, uh, you know, F General Flynn, uh, because of this whole nonsense, which which never, there was no evidence that it actually happened. And as I stated in, in the lead here, the media rushes to dismiss Durham findings that further debunked beloved Russia collusion narrative. This is journalism at its most negligent. 
And then we're moving into other news here. Fetterman raises eyebrows with borderline incoherent questioning in Senate hearing. It was like a riddle. Pennsylvania Democrat was in hospital from mid-February to mid-April, and they said it was for depression. Well, depression doesn't doesn't, uh, affect you cognitively, uh, obviously, as much as he has displayed. Uh, The senator raised eyebrows with his choppy and sometimes borderline incoherent questioning at the Senate Banking Committee hearing. I guess he's on the Senate Banking Committee that he shouldn't be seated on a committee at all. Fetterman, I mean, because that's really the choice of the Senate and the Senate Democrats. It's one thing if you go, okay, the uh, the electorate of Pennsylvania decided to elect a brain-dead individual, but obviously the Senate Democrats shouldn't have been putting him on a committee, especially a banking committee. All that we're going through right now. Fetterman was the last senator to dive into questioning during a hearing on the Silicon Valley bank collapse that occurred earlier this year, and he appeared to struggle through his opening statement and hearing. And then, of course, this is from Slate, which I usually don't quote because it's a leftist thing. Um, Unalloyed chutzpah, they say. A brief concerning conversation with Dianne Feinstein, and the senator seems to not remember being absent from the Capitol. Um, She's too old to serve, and she's cognitively impaired. So, you know, that's the whole thing about uh, the 25th Amendment. You should be able to remove people from office who who don't know who they are. Uh, Oh, you're an eager one, Senator Dianne, uh, Dianne Feinstein said as the elevator door opened and she saw me on Tuesday afternoon. The senior senator had just voted after returning to the Senate last week after an extended absence following a case of shingles, so they say whose physical and mental capacity has deteriorated in recent years. She's 89 years old and who has been, and whose ability to continue serving in the Senate has come under question in working an admittedly lighter schedule under doctor's advice. She has, though, voted both days this week. On Tuesday afternoon, a male staffer escorted her arm to vote against a Republican bill to block District of Columbia policing laws. Yeah, you don't you don't want to get the DC police to uh, enforce crimes. <sighs> okay, this is from Lee Fang. Moving into technology news here, big tech resumed hiring foreign workers just weeks after layoff. New disclosures released yesterday show Google, Amazon, Facebook, and other firms requesting foreign worker H-1B visas this year. Of course, this is the normal thing is they're rejecting Americans. It's an American company, supposedly, and rejecting American workers um, for foreign-born workers who are more easily controlled and don't have these ideas of liberty. Because it's really the corporate structure that is the new beast. It's not, obviously, the... um, the monarchies anymore. It's the, the corporations have taken place of the monarchies in supposedly free society. So the Washington Post goes on to say, Musk says George Soros hates humanity, compares him to Jewish supervillain. Now, this is a liberty the Washington Post uses because Musk didn't say anything about a Jewish supervillain. Now, I'll show you here, if you're watching, or and just bear with me if you're listening, Elon Musk made a series of attacks on George Soros overnight, tweeting that the Jew... Now, see, and this is where they're misleading and mischaracterized, of course, just like the New York Times. 
made a, uh, made, a seri- uh, made a series of attacks on George Soros overnight, tweeting that the Jewish-born investor and liberal philanthropist, who often is subject to virulent anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, hates humanity and, quote, wants to erode the very fabric of civilization, close quote. So he didn't say, you know, and people don't know what quotes are, <laughs> tweeting that the Jewish-born investor, he didn't tweet that the Jewish-born investor anything or liberal philanthropist who often is subject to virulent anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, hates humanity, and, and then the quote begins. He didn't say anything about any Jewish anything. Musk, who has overseen an, an inc- he's overseen, and this is another mischaracterization, he doesn't oversee an increase in anti-Semitism. You don't, you don't oversee that. Oversee is a mischaracterization because overseeing means you're watching over the development of. So he didn't, he was just, he opened it up to free speech. And yes, there's some anti-Semitic people out there, believe me, and if they're not bots, most of the anti-Semitism online and in social media are bots run by the FBI and other entrapment organizations like the ADL at Al. Or or foreign or foreign born, you know, could be the communist Chinese or whatever. The the reality is, anti-Semitic groups and virulent uh, increase of anti-Semitism. There is. I'm not saying that there isn't, uh, but it's very small. Another hate speech on Twitter since he bought the social media platform last year did not give a reason for singling out Soros. Obviously, it's anti-Semitic. I'll give you a reason: the Open Society Foundation is an NGO that um, actually helped the overthrow of Ukraine. So that's one. (laughs) But he made his comments three days after Soros Investment Fund reported that it had sold stock in Tesla, the electric car car maker that Musk also runs. All right, and this is where it gets funny because he doesn't, Musk seemed to specifically reference that, and again, this is not in quotes, a 92-year-old Holocaust survivor, and the reason George Soros survived the Holocaust. He didn't actually go. When you say Holocaust survivor, you make it sound like he actually went to a death camp or concentration camp and then was never killed and survived. He wasn't a Holocaust survivor. He never went to a concentration camp. He survived because a Nazi took him under his wing and called him his son or stepson or whatever. By comparing, uh, by comparing Soros to Magneto, a Jewish supervillain who, quote, fights to help mutants replace humans as world's dominant species, as Marvel's official character description put it. Well, Marvel's character description doesn't say, uh, again, doesn't say Jewish supervillain, because they start the quotes as fights to help mutants replace humans. And that's after Jewish supervillain. And so Musk didn't say Jewish supervillain. And Marvel doesn't say Jewish supervillain. Musk said, quote, Soros reminds me of Magneto. Musk posted at 10 p.m. Monday, apropos of nothing. The tweet triggered a flood of replies comparing Soros to a very... Various symbols of evil recalling long-standing conspiracy theories that paint him as a godlike billionaire Jew. Well, I don't know where that is, but 
that might they're referencing another Washington Post story, so you can just imagine the char- mischaracterizations there. And who knows if if that was actually stated online and whether that was by an intelligence bot or was an actual anti-Semitic person on the other end of that who uses his philanthropic foundations to flood Europe with refugees and corrupt American politics. Indeed. And then it quotes the Kassensteins. If you don't know who are, they're two twin brothers, the Kassensteins who are, you know, all over Twitter all the time, you know, especially following Musk and they were on the Trump tweets and all that crap. So Mediate reports uh, Elon Musk pauses for 12 awkward seconds when asked about his conspiracy theory tweets. Let's talk a bit about your tweets. It comes up a lot. Well, yes, Musk says, but I mean, honestly, you know, some of these conspiracy theories have turned out to be true. But how do you make a choice in terms of what you're going to engage? You said you want to erode the very fabric of civilization and Soros hates humanity. Yeah, I think that's true. That's my opinion. Okay, but why share it? I mean, this is just stupid. <laughs> if all you have to do is look into the Open Society Foundation, and open society doesn't mean, hey, it's really cool and everything. It's liberal. Open society means there's only a few closed societies in the world still. North Korea, Iran, Russia, Syria. And those happen to be also the enemies of the new world order. And they are some some of them despotic dictatorships, um, indeed. But open society means opening up a society for infiltration. That's what it means. Specifically, liberal and socialist infiltration. And that's the same way with he gets DAs, liberal DAs in place, not because he's compassionate against the criminals, because it's a way, if you let criminals out on the street, to destabilize society and civilization. That's what um, Musk is getting at. All right, I'm going to move a little more quickly now. Axios reports OpenAI CEO in historic move calls for regulation before Congress. It's too late. OpenAI is already out there learning, and as the New York Times reports, Microsoft says new AI shows signs of human reasoning. A provocative paper from the researchers at Microsoft claim AI technology shows the ability to understand the way people do. Critics say those scientists are kidding themselves, which has always been the case with AI. Is it sentient? Um, Their scientists have said, don't be ridiculous. It's a machine. In some case, yes. In some case, no. The truth is usually in between somewhere. And the way I say it is uh, the machines reason by understanding how humans reason. Do they reason really on their own? They just take what they understand of human reasoning and try to uh, apply it to the knowledge base that they have access to. So I'll read the lead here by Cade Metz. When computer scientists at Microsoft started to experiment with neural artificial intelligence system last year, they asked it to solve a puzzle that would have required an intuitive understanding of the physical world. The researchers start, well, were startled by the ingenuity of the AI system's answer. I'm not going to go into the whole experiment. Uh, this is the genie out of the bottle. It's very freaking dangerous. Um, and many people have pointed that out, in, including... Uh, scholarly minds um, all over the world and even inventors of AI 
and everybody's warning it. You see the CEO, the CEO of OpenAI saying we need regulation because it's just going to spiral out of control. And even uh, the great physicist Stephen Hawking said it's a danger to humanity. All right, um, I'm going to go through a bunch of headlines real quickly here from AP News. China says ready to smash Taiwan's self-rule as U.S. prepares major arms package. Uh, it's saber-rattling true, but we're getting closer and closer to conflict here. From uh, the U.K. Express, at least four U.S. embassy staff shot dead in Nigeria. The officials came under fire as they were passing through a local government area uh, in a convoy. I mean, that happens uh, thanks Joe Biden um, because he is a, a, the commander-in-chief and Nigeria is not the safest place. You have Boko Haram active there, as, as we know about with the mall, uh, terrorist mall attack and all this stuff, but I'm not going to go into history. Politico reports Dems beat DeSantis endorsed candidate in Florida's biggest city. Donna Deegan will replace term-limited Republican Lenny Curry. So again, um, Ron DeSantis is showing his political ineptitude um, because he can't get people to ride on his coattails like Trump can. Uh, the Washington Post is reporting Capitol Police seek increased presence outside D.C. to handle threats, even as D.C., while the Democrats rejected a Republican bill to beef up D.C. police policing. It's not, not just D.C. police, but policing in D.C. because the crime in Washington, D.C., even around the Capitol, um, is very dangerous. And so they're just shifting it onto the Capitol Police. So now the Capitol Police, which protect lawmakers, so forget about the citizens of Washington, D.C., the Capitol Police are going to in, increase their presence outside of D.C. to handle threats. So now the political police are going to be able to go outside of DC and start investigating things, um, which is very, very dangerous because now you have a political police, you know, that are probably in charge, uh, you know, led by the Democrats to go out investigating things outside of the city or outside of the Capitol, which they really don't have any jurisdiction. So a couple stories on this, uh, a Russian mercenary group claims American veteran killed in Ukraine. And then uh, the New York Post also has the article, Wagner mercenary boss post grizzly video that claims ex-Army Green Beret killed uh, in fighting for Ukraine. Um, this guy is a U.S. Army Green Beret 45. Um, the Idaho statesman reported uh, that the 45-year-old Army Special Forces veteran Nick Mamer, who had spent the past year in Ukraine training civilian volunteers. Yeah, like he's got no connection with the U.S. military. I call bullshit. And it was like all these other, oh, they're just civilians. They're they're veterans who want to go help Ukraine. Uh, they're contractors contracted more than likely secretly through the CIA to do that training and to fight as contractors alongside uh, the Ukrainians. Not only that, but actually U.S. Special Forces are doing the same um, but less profile, obviously, because, the, and this isn't the first, there have been several, um, two or three uh, United States Special Forces uh, members killed on the front lines in Ukraine 
So if anybody believes that the U.S. military isn't operating uh, killing Russians, uh, they have been since Syria. Speaking of not letting people alone, teenage gunman kills three elderly. Uh, he was uh, in, in New Mexico mass shooting. So these are happening now in every state. I told you these would increase. And it's mostly people that have limited uh, intellectual capacity that can't resist uh, online goading. Um, they're online and they're lonely. And these are the people that are targeted. And then they're not forced, but they're goaded into doing something violent. For, for who knows how, how it takes place, but I don't, I don't believe. Now, if you tell me this 18-year-old who obviously went and bought his guns, you know, a week before legally, you know, bought probably an AR-15 and a, whatever. Let's look at his internet history. Who the fuck was he talking to before he decided to do all this? You know, it's unlikely. Maybe like in the, in the Buffalo shooting that he was talking to an ex-FBI agent who was 20 years his senior. You know, it's just, whatever. All right, the Washington Times is reporting Muslim parents join conservatives in confronting LGBTQ books. Of course, not trad. I mean, traditional values. Uh, you know, all this bullshit is like, okay, traditionalist means you're anti-progressive. So at a certain point, you have to draw the line it's just like technology. How far progressive do you want to go? Maybe we should have strippers coming into our um, elementary schools and, and performing uh, pornographic acts so children will know what to expect when they're older. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Where are you going to draw the line? It's like abortion. Okay, you haven't had your period for two months. You get an abortion, whatever. Do you really need to wait till the ninth month? a week before birth to, to have an abortion? It's just ridiculous. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's... um. <laughs> that's why I had to show this meme. I just... I, I laughed for like three minutes looking at this. That's the great thing America about America. Just stay in your lane, man. I want to, I just want to live my life. You could live your life however you want. I have nothing against how you live your life, okay? But you can't go around uh, with your signs and stuff and with your tuba or, or your megaphone blasted into my face that I have to accept what I consider um, perverse, you know, sexual behavior. And I don't think, I certainly don't think, you know, children, you know, should be, you know, you want to do this in college or whatever for, for adult, adults, adult children, um, great. You know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be able to do that. I, I, I think there should be a balanced approach to college education, um, but you can't go into elementary schools or even middle schools and saying, hey, there, there are 100 genders. There aren't, you know, because the whole gender bending malfeasance comes out of sexual activity. You know, if you think it's... It, I should back that up. Is actually, it it comes out of uh, a chemical disruption that uh, screws up your hormone, your hormones, and then it gives you a proclivity to uh, behave in... in 
maybe a perverse, uh, you know, behave uh, in a perverse sexual way. Um, and then you, you know, you might have sex with a man if you're a man, and then you like it, and you like getting fucked, and so you think you're a woman. You know, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, but you're free to do, as an adult, you're free to do whatever you want um, in America. I have not, I'm a libertarian. You do whatever you want within the law um, as an adult. But as soon as you start uh, telling other people's children that this is the way to live, uh, the parents might have a problem with that. All right, went long again. I've been, you know, I can't shorten these things. I gotta talk for half an hour every day. All right, uh, that's it. Rudy's revelation. Finding revelation in the news and meaning in media. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Leave a comment down below. Click that notification bell. Follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, get our minds. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget. Check out uh, Tuesdays with Perry, episode 40. Got posted last night. Uh, we talked about a bunch of different things. So check it out. All right. See ya. This is all a conspiracy. Don't you know that it's a conspiracy there?